It's excellent. I hope they didn't write anything else. I hope they only have this. It's the perfect pitch! listening to extra credit the internet isn't helping the snakes in the ball pit tonight are sanguinary novel i'm 14 at the time and i'm not even close to being the best screenwriter but i know pokemon and i know i it won't disappoint <laughs> ash too hey anyone here get fired from a project before <laughs> the lesbiathan coming this summer a sadistic billionaire gives a down on his luck dude one week to kill fucker Mary from his last three broker relationships. If he fails, he dies. <laughs> Mix! When a furry call center operator is offered a promotion to furry sex chat worker, he must recruit an escort to help him learn the ways of the trade. But when one of the escort's clients explodes after a rogue AI convinces the call center operator to do its bidding, the two are put at odds. Tuttle! Faced with his destiny, a young man must leave his future in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and Shell Game. With his rifle in hand, Barry walks inside, but no one is there. However, the room is filled with weed and various smoking instruments. Every single one of these is so good. A novel script makes it strange in this format, but like any other business, it's a standard that the writer gets used to. Uh-huh. Hi, extra credit. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. How are? How is everybody? How is everybody today? This on this very unspecial day. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty excited for Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. What stage left? I well, in six months when this comes out, everybody yeah, will July. know. <laughs> it won't be that long this time. There's literally nothing Christmas related about this. Yeah, I'm very excited. Well, not with that attitude, there isn't. There wasn't anything Christmas related about this. Yeah, now. Ugh. You know, funny thing about Christmas, you know how you get those trees and you put put a star on top? Well, yeah. I want to be a star. A Hollywood star. But not oh, for yeah. acting. Oh. I want to be known for my creative talents. Yeah? There's one place to go. <laughs> you know, writing a book is hard. You know what's probably not hard? Writing a screenplay. Writing books? Oh, yeah, that's like half a book, right? Yeah, that's basically <laughs> half a book. And there's, and like... And, like, there's even less need for quality. Like, I don't need to care about any of that shit. I can just slap whatever I want together, right? It's, it's yeah. just the talking parts of a book. You, you get to ignore everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn some, like, bullshit lingo, like, interior, bedroom, blah, 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 whatever. But, like, other than that, it's just, it's just like a script fic. Yeah, it's so easy. I mean, oh, it's because we'll buy anything these days. Just, like, insert movie here. I mean, I mean, maybe that's maybe though that I'm getting the wrong impression because I've 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 been getting all of my information from Reddit. Okay, well and... that's a problem. 
hey, they tell me they're the front page of the internet, and obviously yeah. they can't be wrong. This is- yeah, no, I, I feel like this community here at r slash screenwriting is perfectly <laughs> reliable, and I'm sure that everything that Secret Agent 69 has directed me to is oh, good no. advice that will help me in my endeavors. They have never led oh, me wrong no. yet. So, you know, why don't we just get started with a section that Agent calls bad advice. Oh, wait. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to rethink this, but while I do, hey, Mix, give us some bad advice and please read what it is. Boy. Uh, First off, my name is Scroon. Scroon. And now for something completely different. Masturbation as a model for screenplay structure. Yay! (laughs) Well, it's Sunday, so I guess it's as good a time as any for a topic that won't quite fit with the regular work week. (laughs) Yeah, you can't talk about masturbation on Thursday! I didn't know the weekends were after dark. (laughs) Good God. Um, Not on Reddit. (laughs) uh, So I'm listening to my girlfriend watching this new Kevin Hart special on Netflix, and he's going on about masturbation or some such. Yeah, sounds like a male comedian. What? then leads me to think screenplays can should be structured like a really good masturbation session what okay i'm really excited to see how this works my man yeah i'm a guy couldn't you tell so (laughs) this is going to be from a male perspective Hmm. okay the start of masturbation begins with a tease something that piques your interest gets you warmed up to the idea the cover of a porn mag a sexy thumbnail in your browser the dust jacket of an old DVD that's really not yours, you're just holding it for a friend. Uh, uh, my heart is pretty hot. Tease. Someone who isn't masturbating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this tease is the first five to ten pages we're always talking what? about. It doesn't always have to be overtly sexy or obscene. Sometimes mystery works as well. And sometimes it's just the <laughs> weirdness mm, that gets Curious, you. why is this making me horny? I'll have to look into this. <laughs> the mystery of who came o- all over this magazine. <laughs> the mystery of the stuff Yeah, this pages. manuscript's a little sticky. Uh, we're gonna need a new copy. <laughs> so what's next? You start exploring the media, flipping through the centerfold spread, browsing that online gallery, checking out the people and environment of this porno fantasy. This is basically Act 1, where we meet the players in the environment and see them interact. But we haven't quite begun to participate in this fantasy yet. You're jerking it. You're obviously (laughs) participating. (laughs) This is just jerk-off instructions, but, like, for sapiosexuals. Uh, (laughs) Look, we already read from an Amazon book that told us that masturbation can lead to success. This is part of what they're referring to, probably. Yeah, this is just the process directly. Uh, so for some reason when, the coffee shop won't let me back in I started jerking <laughs> off while I write when the pants unzip and the one handed rousing begins uh, so begins act uh, 2 we're now placing ourselves in the situation imagining ourselves in the action of the scene things are first playing out mm. and our tension is slowly building but we're not in any hurry we're enjoying the view savoring the uniqueness of the situation having fun with the various aspects of the fantasy Now, there'll come a point when things start to get a little more serious, when the physical act and internal urges become the primary compulsion. As opposed to simply looking around, you're now pretty committed, and the process is sort of driving itself. Officer. Are you enjoying this? This is is an enjoyable experience, clearly. I'd say this is the second part of Act 2. Things are no longer casual. 
you can no longer turn back without frustration. Tension has increased to aggravating levels, and notably, the external images slash videos have receded in importance. What matters now in the internal fantasy and tension you've created? This is I, telling I, so much about this person. Yeah. I love that part in the movie where I, I'm watching it, but I'm just annoyed at it. Well, I can't stop is, watching it, but... This is why you have closed captioning on, because it'll say when you need to unzip your pants during the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Tense music, tense music, music to masturbate to. Right. So wait, in this metaphor, looking back here, uh, so the images and videos recede in importance, so the players in the environment <laughs> recede in importance. Got it. Mm-hmm. Well, the start of Act 3, as anyone who's ever masturbated before knows, is the point right, of no right. return. <laughs> yep, that's what, I, that's what I've always known as Act 3. If you stop now, oh, your dick boy. explodes. <laughs> When we step into Act 3, you couldn't turn around even if we tried. At this stage, right. tension has been built. The higher, the better. And any work done here is simply done... is Any work done here is done simply to enable release. Pacing is usually increased, although sometimes slow but steady buildup can be equally rewarding. Oh As, god, I hate this point of no return. I want off Mr. Mumifone's wild ride. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. As Act 3 culminates, we of course reach the climax. In action movies, oh. we'll often have a big explosion. It. Death Star. <laughs> the obvious parallel to masturbation will not be lost to anyone here, I hope. My jizz can destroy a planet. Hey, look, it's the linchpin to his entire fucking metaphor. More like the David linchpin. Uh, anyway, oh. and with this explosion, we also experience a cathartic release of tension. The explosion and catharsis go hand in hand. Or hand in... never mind. <sighs> You don't. What, no, you why don't, are you being coy well, now? You don't put your hand in the dick. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, this is also very telling. You don't put your hand in the dick. <laughs> in finishing put up, put your hand inside the penis head. See, put your hand shell. inside your penis head. <laughs> he's what? He's being coy because this is after he came and he's, he's having second thoughts about what he wrote. Oh, no. I, you know, I was into it at the time, but I, now I'm going to call uh, on the bull on that because the spelling is too good. <laughs> in, you don't know maybe he spells better when he right after he's it. masturbated stop ah uh, yes uh, post climax literary high no <laughs> in finishing up screenplays often have a denouement the end of act three and end of the movie sometimes it's quick sometimes it's slow but typically it's an attempt to place things back in order clean up the residual mess so that normal life can go on are these denouements mm. slash cleanups necessary maybe not but I think they're appreciated. Both <laughs> on screen. What? Oh no! I don't want to visit you ever. <laughs> also posts in R slash male living spaces. Also posts in oh, what a R shot. Slash coming on figurines. <laughs> really Fuck starting to next. wonder if this girlfriend who watches Kevin Hart exists. <laughs> well, that's just my screenplay masturbation model for you. Sorry if it was a little gross. I could go into a little more detail, I guess. Only a little. Everybody no. masturbates differently, right? So at this point, I'll just leave the masturbation and writing up to y your own hands. Get it? See, you're using your own hands when you... I'll see myself out, and by that I mean... You should have saw yourself out ten minutes ago. And this man wrote hit film Knives Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a look and see what Scroon posts on other than r slash... Oh, r slash conspiracy. Interesting. Weird. 
See, the alien conspiracy is like masturbation in the sense that <laughs> when you think about the aliens, you're just you're just oh. browsing. <laughs> God, I hate this. See, the monomyth is like an orgy because Stop. it has the word climax in it, and that's all I've got. <laughs> you know, that guy was talking from a, a male perspective, as he said, and you know, it's just like a lot of dude characters out there. So what if we discussed some lady characters? Hey, Tuttle, what's the problem with young female characters? <laughs> what's the problem? <laughs> I'm Chewbacca the Great, and I got a How problem you with are? young female characters. Oh, oh no. Yeah. This post is not PC. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm a dude, and I don't interact with people much. <laughs> You're on vacation? So you can imagine that I don't interact with young, fertile people of the opposite sex. What? Oh, uh, Bro, near fertile. mental image. Female. Wee-oo, wee-oo. Fertile. But I do have to write about them, and frankly, no, based don't. on the limited experience that I've had with girls of my age, they're plain, <laughs> outright lame. Because they want to get away Yeah, that's you. so true. They don't really put much on the table for characterization and character development. Yep. Sing it. Every time I insert a major female character into the script, I either end up having to trash it or and move on to another draft or give her masculine traits. And that's just lame. And that's her <laughs> fault. Yeah, that's her fault, not me. I'm perfect. Uh, no. Oh. Oh, <laughs> nope, keep going, keep yeah, going. Please, uh, damn it. Do you have a question? Yeah. What do I do about this? It's a major roadblock for me. Learn to write. Right now, I'm writing and screenplay based on my Harry Potter fanfic <laughs> I wrote a long time ago. Thanks for Yay. helping. <sighs> Suffix, uh, do you have some information? Well, for one, I'd rethink your definitions of feminine and masculine traits. The fact that you characterize uh. women as well outright lame makes the I don't get out much preface all the more important. So if you really want <laughs> to understand them, stalk them. I, I'd suggest getting out more. Even Google can find you a list of extraordinary emails of many ages with stories <laughs> that'll blow your mind. Oh my. Wow, Susan B. Anthony. Oh, <laughs> and Hillary. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Julia's broken. Ah! Everyone. <laughs> this is Chewbacca again. You know, I grabbed the lowest hanging fruit and read a few chapters of Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight. This is still the lady's fault. The epitome of yeah. women in literature. <laughs> I think women are really interested in, quote, Mary Sue concept. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But still, I don't live in the U.S., and God forbid if I try to learn about women of other cultures. What? 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 <laughs> According to the internet, they're either raging hormonal feminists or being invariably raped by their scummy male captors. Cool. Very. Anyways, cool. you should check out the ultimate male book, uh, Ready Player One. That <laughs> <laughs> and it's follow-up Ready Player Two. Oh god, Christ. Anyways, do you think this character is interesting? No, I bet you. I will. <laughs> Kylie. She's a 16-year-old girl who lives in Westwood, Los 
Westwood, Los Angeles with her mother. She's product of a demented one-night stand between an Iranian professor and a Persian-American woman. Despite that, Kylie is as cheerful as any other teenager. She's quite beautiful, being a mixture of strong Aryan genes. Whoa! Yay! Gross. I mean... Gross! Yeah. 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 She attends Inset Name High. She's popular, <laughs> but does not display the tropes associated with popular girls. Oh, wow, you're not using tropes? How are you going to write? No, she, she, she specifically doesn't. She doesn't know what they are, but she's not that. She is not interested in dating and focuses on her indie rock band, Kylie's Dream. <laughs> Just like a boy. <laughs> which she formed with her classmate Susie and Susie's brother, John. And John's sister, Susie. Well, you know, this is, a good, this is a good first draft you've got here, Ben Shapiro, but I think you should just go back to the... <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. You know what else is really hard about writing of any variety? Coming up with names for characters. Hey, Ashtu. Oh, yes. My, my name is Gingloo. You want to guide us through the... Uh, yeah, Gingloo. Want to guide us through the minefield that is naming our characters? You can, you can call me William Gingloo. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I won't. What's okay. in a name, anyway? A well-chosen name can quickly trigger a picture of your character in the reader's mind. There's mm-hmm. no examples, right? Mm-hmm. Ready? Nope. Bob is boring. Uh-huh. Ugh, yeah. Cindy is sinful. Oh, because it sounds like Sid. Got Cindy. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lester is a child molester. Are you fucking Oh, because it me? sounds like child molester. Gretchen is wretched. What? That, okay, that's a stretch. <laughs> Gail is a whirlwind of trouble. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, hmm. uh, okay, I, I see that sold. Okay, Francis ends with a hissing sound, like a snake's hissing. God! So he's a bad guy, clearly. Oh! My oh! I know writers Francis. who use subtext. <laughs> no, well, I know, I think you mean I know writers who use subtext. Sorry, oh. correct. Alright, uh, how about this? Take a Take the ge- geographic location of the character in question and their history at that location. So uh, Jolene and Carolyn are from are from the southern United States. Mm-hmm. But please give me back my man. Lafayette <laughs> is from a French-speaking part of Louisiana. Oh, good right? work, uh, airport novel. I'm glad you're. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just glad that Lafayette is not actually referring to. The Hamilton character, yeah. First off, great. Uh, thanks for reminding me of Hamilton. Second off, I didn't realize characters could be zero-dimensional. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it is like a line. You can see it, but the, it has no no heft, no nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think, oh, is, what was that dot? Oh, maybe it wasn't real. Hmm. All right, and I've got, now that you guys have the basics, here are some more, more tips for you. <clears throat> some more tips for you. Age and race also factor into it. Mind you, I know. So Arnell might be an older African American male, and Meryl Mm, might mm. be an older white woman. Yeah, yeah. I've never. Yeah, I would never. I would never imagine a young person named either of those things. You're right. (laughs) Well, she's a Japanese woman on another planet that is tracking down the human typhoon. Like she's not an old. And her name is Jade. (laughs) And she looks sixteen, but she's really three thousand. Uh, uh, I hate this. <laughs> so, next tip: varying the length of names and ensuring they start mm. with they start with and end with the syllables helps readers keep track of characters. 
it's okay. hard, for example, to confuse Pip and Aloysius. I think this must be Aloysius, but that's not how you spell Aloysius. Yep. <laughs> Aloysius. Nope. Aloysius. 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 You might all. You might add some irony into this. Oh yeah, give me that. Jesus is hunted by a Bible-thumping pastor after crossing the U.S. slash Mexican border. <sighs> oh, damn! Uh, a little early for this. But... And characters' names can tell a whole story even before it plays out on a page. The brothers in such a story might be called Cain and Abel. <sighs> we all know how that ends. Fuck well, you. Are... Anyways, so, I mean, yeah, because I guess you're writing. The book of Genesis? <laughs> I'm just gonna it's a it's a new fresh modern take on the the tale of Cain and Abel. Uh they both have a startup <laughs> called Eden and <laughs> Also Abel's actually a hot woman uh. and uh Cain can't help but get a little <laughs> yeah. Well anyways, thanks for coming to my writing uh seminar. Uh feel free to leave any donations by the door. Thank you. Take your donations. Fuck you. Oh, thank you. you Why is it empty? for your class, didn't you? <laughs> fuck you. All right, let's move on to the next section here. Uh, idea guys. Oh boy. Idea guys <laughs> is what uh, Secret Gage in sixty nine has named this. All Isn't right. that one game that got really popular a few months ago? <laughs> <laughs> what a much different game that would be. You start out with fifty people, and who has the shittiest ideas gets knocked out first. Fall guys and snake oil. Or, no, they get kept in. Oh, oh, that's right. It works the other way around. <laughs> So, uh, I'm Obama Socks, and that's with two X. Thanks. Two X's. Hello, all. My brother and I have spent five plus years developing what we feel is an amazing real-world adaptation screenplay of the most popular anime ever created, Dragon Ball. <laughs> already exists. Okay. That yeah. They already made have that. Taken yeah. the, uh, mm, don't interrupt me. I, hmm, hmm, hmm. We have taken the wacky world of Dragon Ball and adapted the story to take place in the real world, removing some of the ridiculous concepts of the manga, including talking animals, giant monkeys, and ridiculous hair. So the fun parts of so it you've removed. You've just made a generic wuxia movie is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> no, we left the yelling in. Oh, good. That's my favorite part. Comparing... The original Batman cartoons to the immensely successful Christopher Nolan Batman oh. series or the original Iron Man comics versus the Marvel movies is the best comparative example of what we've done with the story slash franchise. We yeah, made it boring and marketable. The Marvel movies still had ra Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. Like, Yeah. Warner Brothers, <laughs> Tuttle. Oh shit, get <clears throat> out. Spent millions in 2006 creating a live-action Dragon Ball movie, which was very poorly adapted and failed in the box office. See, we already knew that. But you've clearly learned no lessons. <laughs> no, we did. So we know, we know the interest is there to capitalize on this franchise, but as of now, no one has been able to successfully do so. <laughs> Until us. Our question. Moving forward, our question is whether we have the ability to protect our script from being stolen. <laughs> Since we do not own the rights to the Dragon Ball franchise storylines or characters. No, you don't. Done. Next question. Agents will want to see a copy of the script, and we would hate to give away our hard work for free to be stolen. 
How can we protect ourselves? Guns. Also, are there certain types of agent slash representation which would be better suited for our concept of a multiple movie big budget project for a franchise with 100 plus million fans worldwide? Thank you for any and all of your suggestions. Gun. Somebody who See, we learned a lot, actually. So, so stupid. The biggest problem oh. that Dragon Ball Evolution so, had was having their uh, was having their script stolen by a greedy agent. So I went to I went to this person's page because I was like, this is like a thirteen year old, right? Guess who also no. posts on r slash conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes. Sense. Hey, let's buy it then. Oh fuck! What are you constantly doing? <laughs> uh, fine. I'm user Bad Sundere. <clears throat> and nice. I'm trying not to be Harry Potter. Hey guys, I found this suburb a few days ago and I didn't I don't know if this is the right place to post it. So <laughs> I had an idea for a children's television show in the vein of kids with magical powers that go to school to learn how to use them better. Even though that's just the setting and there's way more to the plot than that. When I tell people about yeah, it, they that just plot you come up with. Yeah, it's just this plot I've, I've told you about. They just assume that it's a Harry Potter knockoff. The more I come up with concepts for the show, the more it seems like Harry Potter to me. <laughs> okay, cool. Maybe you should stop coming up with things that are just Harry Potter. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you should come up with things that are Winx Club. Uh, I mean, at least from what That's others right. say, I've never. <laughs> Sorry, uh -huh, uh -huh. I'm on their side. I've never read the book. Yeah, no. I'm sweet summer child. So uh, what's happening here, though, is and that's what my idea for a cart for a kids show is. And then the person just kind of looks at him and goes, oh, OK, like kind of like Harry Potter or and then just, ah! no. I'm picturing this person telling someone, like, hey, here's my idea. Oh, that sounds like Harry Potter. Uh, no, it's not. That's what a Slytherin would say. You're a Slytherin house. <laughs> You're a Slytherin house. Great. Um, I don't want to go into too many details about the show, you know, with idea thieves lurking around every oh my God. corner. <laughs> I bet you fooled me now, bad <sighs> Sundere, but I'll get you soon. No one you now has thought to capitalize <laughs> on Harry Potter's success. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling, you idea thief. But what I want to know is how to make my idea different from Harry Potter conceptually. Well, I mean, by default, you're going to be better because it's not going to be bigoted. So, I mean. Well, you don't yeah. know that. You're making a lot of assumptions about me. You are bad to Sundere. Is there a way to change the concept? While keeping the school thing. Thanks in advance. Let's see if you also post R slash. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna check that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> they post to R slash fragile white redditor. Oh, I don't want to know what that is. Don't, I don't tell me what that yeah. is. I don't, I don't want to look at it. Uh, Mix, get back here. Get back right. here. I'm going to put you in a role that hmm. you're actually not super used to. You're going to be the reliable narrator. <laughs> I wonder why I got given this one. <laughs> I have no idea. Could you please read the logline that we've been given? Sure. Uh, logline. 
chaos erupts during the 20th annual Fur Festival, a yearly weekend gathering of like-minded furry enthusiasts when the event is mm. infiltrated by an extremist right-wing subgroup called the Furred Reich. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, first okay. off, okay. this is just a... Con- Based on This has events. already happened in real life. This is a real thing that happened. Also, furry enthusiasts, which means it's not furries, it's just people really excited <laughs> about the concept <laughs> of furries. It is regular people who really like furries. <laughs> hey! Oh my god! I, hey, I know like five furries and they're like super fun and they draw really cool. Yeah! I know like six. One's kind of a dick, but we don't pay attention to them. Mother, it's a, it's a red quested robbler! Oh, it's my favorite furry! <laughs> 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 anyway, yes. let, me ex- let me explain my story in more detail. Maybe it'll uh, differentiate yeah. itself. I'm so excited. Uh, I had a really hard time coming up with the logline for this concept. It's a collection <laughs> of semi-absurdist stories, all occurring over the duration... All, all occurring during over the duration what <laughs> is essentially a furry convention slash festival. There are a variety festival. of characters and perspectives. The neo-Nazi furry infiltration is just the largest and probably most marketable piece of the overall chaos that unfolds. (sighs) This is a disparate elements of several lives collide over the course of one weekend in a single location with catastrophic effects type pitch. Hey, buddy, there's a site called TV Tropes. They might have a way to shorten that down into like two or three words. Just saying. (laughs) I, uh... God, I... I don't know. I, I'm really into this. I'm really into this idea for uh, Rashfermon. Uh, uh, Shell. <laughs> yeah? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Thank you. And since as a prize for liking oh, it, no. Mary, <laughs> oh, no. would you please read to us what Nathan the Snake has uh, for an idea? I'm very trustworthy. Oh, you can't trust him. <laughs> In 1915, amateur journalist Howard Phillip books passage on the last voyage of the doomed ship Lusitania. Lusitania, excuse me. There, he meets an eccentric author who reveals the ship's dark secret. It is actually transporting an ancient horror from a forbidden land. (gasps) Oh no. I don't think Lovecraft ever did journalism. At least it has nothing to do with Cthulhu. Yeah, he he reveals that. Basically, it's Titanic, except the iceberg is Cthulhu. Historical fiction ah! meets cosmic horror. I'm the, very unique. The Lusitania was sunk by, like, German sub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like the Titanic. That's like, it's very well recorded. Well, it, like, hold, hold on. Uh-huh. They might have an That's explanation funny. for this. Okay. Yeah. The core idea is that Britain is secretly transporting a mysterious artifact from Central America to Britain to use as a weapon in World War One. When that weapon Mm. hatches, it destroys the ship before being driven away by a torpedo from a German U-boat. Oh, meanwhile, Toddle, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Oh no. I mean, I'm thinking alien. I was thinking Oh, I was thinking Drakengard. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I mean, thinking of National Treasure for some reason. We're <laughs> always thinking National Treasure. Meanwhile, Wilson and Churchill race to cover up the incident, settling Churchill? on a deception. Yes. 
<laughs> After well drinking said. much alcohol, settling on the deception <laughs> that will change the course of history. At the age of 25, sheltered Howard Phillips longs to explore the world as an amateur journalist against the wishes of his... weirdo. <laughs> that, that is called a note taker. They are not paid. <laughs> against the wishes of his domineering mother, who would prefer him to remain in Providence. Seeking to cover the war in Europe, he books passage for England aboard the Lusitania. There he meets a charming stranger, Algernon Lovecraft. I'm gonna kill you. God damn it! I'm gonna kill you, Nathan the Stake. I'm gonna find you and kill you. (laughs) (laughs) An author of weird fiction and self-proclaimed supernatural anthropologist. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) It's beyond lampshading. It's a whole store. Algernon keys Howard into the strange happenings going on on the ship. A strange cult appears to be traveling on board, and madness seems to infect the crew. Eventually, Jeepers, what a scoop! (laughs) Eventually, they uncover a huge stash of munitions and ammo, not declared on the official manifest, as well as a mysterious boulder-like object, size of a small boulder, ostensibly a relic found for the (laughs) British Museum. Okay. That that does add up. The British Museum did steal shit all the time. Oh, all the time. Do you want me to read this whole thing and just keep going or jump a little bit? Uh, I, uh, I would need- love it if you could uh, st- uh, skip down to here. Basically Cthulhu's. Alright. So uh, Algernon's a German agent. The egg hatches, Cthulhu rages, blah 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 blah. Regarding Not theme, how Cthulhu happened, but fine, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Who, who cares? Regarding theme, uh. the one I'm currently working with is the fear of the unknown. Specifically, uh-huh. I'm focusing oh. Cthulhu's power to drive men mad with fear. In the story, right, right. madness doesn't manifest as gibbering lunacy. You've never rather read. it makes okay. one scared of his fellow men. <laughs> Ah, can't possibly this is be why Lovecraft was a big fat racist. He got Cthulhu madness. Great! Uh, oh no, I wrote it as a decreation oh, no, no, no. and I'm super scared. Julia, why, why are you reading ahead? Basically, Cthulhu's aura oh, makes fuck, people racist, nativist, and xenophobic. Fuck to up. the point where they destroy each other with wars and violence. That's so That's stupid. why racism didn't start till World War One. They're the real victims. This That's what so makes him so terrifying <laughs> and a threat to all life on Earth. Not the big squid head. Even worse, it's not. Th- he's not the source of this fear, but empowered by it. As long as people are scared of what they don't understand, Cthulhu will never die. As long as humanity still has hate, I will always this be is here. The plot of the first Wonder Woman movie, except Cthulhu <laughs> is buried. Ah. <laughs> Also, you missed the point of fucking, like, cosmic horror, I think, my dude. Uh, and everything else. Yeah. Like, he heard... Like, he heard... Uh, like, Lovecraft was racist and just took the completely wrong point from it. I don't... Could you tell us about... Hey, Sandy, could you... Could you actually... Could you tell us about Howard's mother? Oh, yeah. Howard's mother is super xenophobic, whereas Algernon embraces the strange and unusual in all things. Oh! Well, so... So, 
Howard's mother hates black people. Algernon likes black people because they're weird. Uh, Algernon oh also God, still Jesus. is a German agent in World War One, so I'm hoping I'm I've got good outlook on that one. Anyways, uh, Howard's moral struggle is choosing between embracing the unknown and being frightened of it. In the end, Algernon sacrifices himself to drive off the monster. He is not scared of anything, including death. The ultimate how unknown. Is this, how, how is this horror that if, if he's not afraid? <laughs> like, this is not cosmic horror. Sorry, you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Since it's a tragedy, Howard survives. Okay. Yeah, that's But not tragedy. before we... <laughs> Before being driven to madness by Cthulhu, as he returns to his mother's home in Providence, he passes a poor immigrant family on the docks, reaching out for him for help. Clutching his wallet close, he sneers at them with derision. Oh, <laughs> no! He got made racist by Cthulhu! He got the racist, the racist beam on him! <laughs> Just thinking That's... out... <laughs> Sorry. That's so stupid. It's very stupid. Just thinking out loud now, the relic is thought to be a meteorite recovered from the Darien. Sorry, Gap one second. Central I just want to make a joke. Asymptomatic racism. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Locals feared and avoided it as its presence corrupted. <gasps> oh, just like a landmine. <laughs> and made animals violent. I think the egg is sensitive to negative emotions like anger, fear, and hate. By carrying it into a war zone, they are inadvertently charging it up, which causes it to hatch and spew okay. racism. I didn't even I, I make it to the... Okay. I can't believe you would write a Cthulhu script and not actually bother to read the one story that has Cthulhu in it by fucking H.P. Lovecraft, where he doesn't come from a fucking egg. He just lives under the earth, you dipshit. And then he gets beaten by a fucking boat. So Fuck You know what's real cosmic horror? Knowing exactly how Cthulhu functions, it's great. Yeah, yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. that's the worst part. The, they got Cthulhu wrong. Okay, everything else is fine now. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like I just feel like if you're gonna write a Cthulhu mythos thing, you should first off not put no. H.P. Lovecraft in it. Second you should off, know why no. Cthulhu's racist. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking... Just read. There's literally one book about Cthulhu. It's not even that long. You could read it in a second. Yeah, sitting. but let's buy it then. Wow, this is, it's very clear. You need to actually watch uh, Nathan the Snake's complete uh, complete work because, oh my God. because what you seem to not be understanding is that, no. is that it's not actually about Cthulhu. It's actually about xenophobia. Yeah, no, I, again, I know writers who use subtext. Oh. They are cowards. Hey. You're saying to keep reading the rest of his work, but I'm having trouble finding it in between all the posts to r slash gamers lounge. Nix, hey, <laughs> hey, are you perhaps Welcome looking at where this, this guy also Yes, I am in fact looking at his uh, bio. Uh, he oh. is a stand-up comic and the creator of r slash stand-up shots. <gasps> oh my god. And future, future. Oh episode my god! Episode oh, can't. He's that also a moderator be. of r slash stand up comedy. That's on. Un- that's unfortunate. But suddenly, this script oh, makes boy. way more sense. He also looks exactly like how I expected him to. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. I think we all know what that is. Um. Hey, Astu. I. I. Uh, 
I think that you've got a log line of your own to give us. Give us give us your pitch, comrade Halpert Thriller. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. All right, so a pastor at a church in Texas begins uh-huh. to question his sexuality after developing particular <laughs> feelings about Jesus. <laughs> mm, this leads Jesus. To... They do be drawing him kind of hot, though. <laughs> this leads to constant dreams about... <laughs> it doesn't look a thing like Jesus, <laughs> but he fucks like a gentleman. <laughs> Like I imagined it when he was hung. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so On this leads to constant dreams about an imaginary re- relationship between the pastor oh and God. Jesus. These dreams end up ruining oh the pastor's God. life, yeah, job, and faith to Christianity. You know, when they I said kneel at the altar, I didn't think they meant like this. <laughs> now, if you just change, if you changed the pastor to a woman, that would just be a whole bunch of erotica. That would just be yeah. the, the next Hallmark Christmas movie, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Also, these people really need to stop watching uh, South Park. It's a real problem here. Uh. Jesus. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tuttle, so it's kind of agreed upon that oh, well, this is a very interesting premise, but I don't think it's gonna make, you know, I don't think anybody will pick it up. Uh, but what can you suggest some things to save this uh, idea? Uh, yeah, I'd love you... to. What is your name? What's your I'm name? I'm breastfed ego. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so you know, I'm just gonna build off of everybody else's thoughts. Uh, I'm thinking maybe, maybe you just change the setting. Um, okay. Reflect the the sexual feelings for the Messiah figure as a naivety on the main character's part. Oh, so make right. the main character yeah. on bottom. Okay. Got it. <laughs> running down, hanging down. Go on. Instead, instead of a seasoned pastor's sexual feelings for his savior as an eventuality of pastoral development, have the conduct be a side effect of lacking experience to deal with an uncommon undertaking. What? Oh I mean, I feel like that's a different story entirely. I think you kind of missed the point of what they were so doing. So take the actual gay shit out. And just make it confusion. Got it. Oh boy. Jesus does save. A slightly above middle-aged man disgruntled. Not being taken as a viable romantic option by singles in his church. Sets his sights on gaining authority. Overzealous. Off-putting. Awkward. Immediately after being passed over. Uh, uh, I want you to know that that's sites as in like websites. <laughs> yeah, it is. So obviously his holy fans is going somewhere else. <laughs> holy fans. Oh, I love it. Uh immediately after being passed over for his first small leadership position, sees conspiracy, a plot by elders whom he sees as peers oh. due to age. Oh, oh the oh he's Mormon. <laughs> to squash oh. his potential greatness. Starts holding meetings at home. Needs of his flock become overly stressful. I I think you're becoming a I think you're becoming an RP character. I'm, I think you're becoming geez. a cultist. Well, you're I'm regressing into is, an M Night Shyamalan character. I, I'm like struggling to read this. This is impossible to parse. <laughs> It is. Everyone getting flustered is really good. 
No, I, I, I really want to emphasize this is like stream of conscious, no periods. There's commas in places and not commas in places where there should be. This is and just... varying numbers of dashes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's literally two sentences. Uh, let's see. Uh, realizes doesn't have the proper training. Unwilling to admit. Decides the answer is to try and be closer to Jesus than anyone ever has. Doesn't oh, know no. how. To catch him is my real test. <laughs> to bone him is my <laughs> Further stress unraveling. Jesus sex dreams. Real <laughs> doll of Christ. No. <laughs> That's a bad name. Starts preaching Mary wasn't a virgin. She had sex with an angel. Turns into a cult. Wow, this is where it turns Mary into turned into a cult? Ends up having sex with members of his congregation. Men and women. Freedom of expression. Wanted human connection. Cures him. Can no longer carnally commune with the Lord's spirit. All in quotes. Feels abandoned by his savior. Oh. Loses faith. Gets cast out of his own creation. Angry. Grabs sex doll. Bible. Duct tape. Gasoline goes to Super Church, where he was previously a member. Tapes Sex God to Church's brand new million-dollar hand-carved true-to-scale replica of a cross. Douses in gasoline, lights it. Not helping mood. About to throw Bible into flame. Opens it one more time. Sees the two words. Jesus wept. Suddenly, a voice from behind. His old pastor faceless holy shit name of character you okay <laughs> end common pastor opener holy shit uh, holy huh. shit my dude <laughs> oh, um you seem to have problems you seem to have a lot uh, really? a lot Rest of that fed ego has some of... issues i don't know if I if I may just compare my notes, just make sure make sure I got everything that you said. So you're saying basically to throw out my own story and write your shit. Okay, got it. Thank you. Yep. Okay, cool. yep. <laughs> Look, I need you to explore my issues for me. I can't do it. Okay, so I clicked on Breastfed Ego's page and it just says something went wrong. So yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. Oh. Wow. Okay, I don't think we need the rest of that. He just no. basically says, I wasn't helpful. You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't helpful. Let me say it again. Thanks. I don't have that screenplay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if we want to go ahead and scroll down, we're going to get to some actual screenplay yes. samples. Yes. The writing. We're going to skip down to page 15. Watch yourself version 2. Looking for feedback. God. So, uh... Uh, sanguinary novel. If you want to tell us, could you, do you want to tell us about your screenplay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, my name is Jonas, and I'm addicted but also passionate for screenwriting and storytelling. After reading the script, you may discover that English is not my native language. No. Honestly, I practice almost every day to get better, so just so I can have a chance to make English movies someday. I am a dreaming... <laughs> I am a dreaming Swede that wants to get into Hollywood. There it is. <laughs> I haven't made movies yet. Oh, good. Your, your, your accent came through the carrier, hun. I have not practiced, yes. It is hard to make producer read script here, so I try to write short movies that maybe I can produce myself, and this is one of them. 
Please tell me what you think of it. I want honest feedback. So if you think it's the worst piece of shit you ever read, then maybe it's true. That's true. That's only good for me to hear because then I think again, rewrite, and try to make better. The idea is based on is based on my fear of death and this is what I think could happen as a child when you die with pictures and nightmares and then show it up after seeing my first dead body. Well, here's the link and I hope you enjoy it. Well, we gotta write a bird. Before we even take a look at the script, this probably is the most well adjusted person on this subreddit because he explicitly (laughs) said if you criticize this, I'll just do something better next time. Also yeah in true internet uh, fashion, the person who says, hey, English is my, isn't my first language is one of the better writers. Yeah. Now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, uh, spoiler alert, the uh, problems with the script are actually not their English. <laughs> it's just dumb. Just oh, that's dumb. good. Sometimes we can just enjoy dumb things. Yeah. So, Sangi, would you please uh, get, get, uh, get to the script? All right, script. Interior house, kitchen, hall, day. Girl, eight, sits at a table with an upset man, 35. Alice, jumping between roofs is dangerous. What if you'd fallen? I was just playing. (laughs) Play? (laughs) 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 Playing? You could die. Don't you get that, girl? This is serious. Beat. Now, go to your room and you stay there now! Alice moves to the hall and up the stair- up for some stairs. Stops and sees oh. a ball at the front door. Eh. Checks the kitchen. Man grabs a cell phone on the table and walks away. Alice takes the ball and leaves the house. Exterior, beautiful meadow with flowers. Highway, night. Alice kicks the ball around. Suddenly, it get- kicks too hard and goes over a fence and lands on the highway. She runs to the fence and sees the ball. A fast truck runs over it, and it survives and rolls for a little bit. She looks around and sees a big hole in the fence further away. Get through it and moves to the moves to the road while another truck and cars are passing by. Reach the road and stops. Vehicles passing by and a free space coming up. She runs to the ball and picks it up. Run back and get in front of a big truck that honks. She knows it's over now. Hack. Cut to black. Interior room, another room, freezer, more, night. Room, another room, more rooms. Never stop having rooms. <laughs> room, oh, within good. another room, with another room. The room is dark and Alice is asleep on the floor. The room lights up. Alice wakes up and sees the door. It opens and the ball rolls out with blood on it. The ball died? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Fuck. Come. Please come. <laughs> Follow my voice. Come to me. <laughs> Alice walks inside the other room and continues until she hits something and falls. Crawl. Crawl, my girl. She crawls and hits something again. <laughs> Try to move back, but can't. A lights lights up! And the morgue freezer she's suddenly in. The lid opens. Two people dressed as hospital employees drag her out and they are in a morgue. She panics! They walk with her towards the white child coffin that is open. Struggle to get her into Fuck. it and close it. Take some nails and hammer and nails the lid. Interior, big room, night. A lot of adult coffins are lined up. The white child coffin is lined up with other child coffins. coffins. Scream and knocks from inside. Exterior, church, cemetery, day. Heavy rain and thunder. Four people are dressed in black costumes and one carries the coffin to an open grave. One of them is a man! (laughs) Screams and knocks continue, but nobody seems to hear. 
i.e. coffin day. People lower the coffin into the grave. Alice, Please! OS. Please let me out! I'm not dead! I'm not the coffin. dead! Sorry. No, she has Sorry. to say it twice. I'm done. <laughs> the coffin meets the bottle. Roses and flowers is thrown. Everyone leaves except the man! I just want to tell you that I love you. Beat. You were the best thing that ever happened to me. I hope we meet again. Man My daughter. Why, why, why is this split up like a fucking beat poem? I don't Fuck. know. I eat coffin day. An excavator with a scoop full of dirt drives to the grave and empties it. Alice screams for her life. Cut to black. Exterior highway later. The truck stands still and has a damaged front. Brake tracks behind it. Worrying people and parked cars surround Alice. That is a debt that is dead and covered in blood. Suddenly wakes up and breathes heavily with eyes like a worried owl. Man <laughs> runs up to her and starts to cry. The sound of police sirens and ambulance sirens is being heard and comes closer to Freeman. <laughs> oh my god! My daughter! Fade to black. Text. Watch yourself! The end? I see an, an aspiring writer for future Canadian PSAs. This guy is a, like, shock f short filmmaker from, like, 1992. <laughs> what if you got buried alive? What if what, what if I put an owl in it and then we compared the eyes to the owl? What if when you die, you actually are still alive, but everyone else thinks you're dead? Well, no, Makes because people think. die when they're killed. You're, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one here. Oh, uh, shit. I'm going to tell... Okay, hi, everybody. I'm Sir... I'm... <clears throat> I'm Sir Damien Blake. Yeah. This is the title. J0K3R Horror <laughs> Short One Page. Logline. The J0K3R appears in a full theater and makes a little show. A short based on Jared Leto's portrayal of the, oh, Joker. the Joker. Okay, cool. Script, interior, theater. The theater is dimly lit. Empty stage, fully occupied, too dark, too dark to see the audience faces. The J0K3R wears a bloodied black tuxedo, walks in to the center of the stage, waves to the audience. Backstage crew tosses a microphone. J0K3R catches, greets the audience. Microphone wasn't on. J0K3R taps the microphone, looks for a switch. Wasn't any. J0K3R looks to the backstage crew, throws it back hard, catches another microphone. It works! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How's your night? I hope you're all enjoying yourselves. Me? I am. In fact, I'm really excited to tell you a little story. I was driving cool one night. <laughs> Sorry, what? Driving cool. I was driving cool one night when a lady bat hit my windshield. Lassie was still alive, but her legs were broken. Want to know what I did? Points to audience. You. What's your name? No response. Can't hear ya. Nah, never mind. Nobody cared. Took some pictures. Ha, ha. Ain't it fun? 
And Audience dead silent. So, are you reading from the script or from the people who are hearing this in real life? <laughs> it's the same thing, man. Oh, <laughs> How about a joke? A classic one. Little bird walks into a bar over and over and over again. Punchline? Bar was crowbar. J0K3R laughs. Theater doors opens. Theater doors opens. Police storm in. Oh, I still have to keep going? Okay. Oh no, here comes door rescue. Show's over. Go home. Wait, you can't. Cause all you are already dead. J0K3R drops the microphone, heads to the backstage. Police runs to the stage. We look at the front row. The entire audience are all dead. Eyes knifed. Mm. Throat slit, uh, snapped okay. neck, shot in the face, gouge eyes, choked, oh, oh. beheaded, cheeks cut, <laughs> mouth quarters, pulled a wire around their head. All the while, J Zero K Three R last hysterically <laughs> exiting the <laughs> stage and <laughs> just like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? You like my Joker script? Do I know how I got these Oscars? One page. That's all. Oh, this is so bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're really excited about that. Dead We've got one line. more very special Holy thing shit. to read it's tonight. So <sighs> uh, we're going to be reading one last script here from uh, Orange Guy from Venus. It is an action sequence between two characters, uh, <laughs> Enzo and the Red Baron. Uh, Mix is uh, Mix. You are the author of this twenty-eight page. Uh, Holy uh, shit! What expose me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ashto, you're gonna be the Red Baron, and uh, Tuttle, you're gonna play Enzo. Oh, yeah, I get to be a pilot. It's the role I've always lived for. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I am apparently Orange Guy from Venus. Uh, the title of this is The F in Life. Uh, genre, action, adventure, animation. Oh, animation, interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's Oh, mm -hmm. so I, I get to be like the, the Red Baron from Snoopy. Okay, yay. Mm. Uh, well, we can only hope. Logline. An outcast foot fetishist life changes when oh. he's taken <laughs> when he's taken in by a suspicious police-like organization whose goal is to kill God. An extreme oh. hedonist who's giving fetishists a bad stigma <laughs> societally. What? A hedonist like uh, hedonist and organizations like a weird fucking combo. <laughs> what? Here's the context. After his depressing days at school are over, Enzo seeks to change his life for the better over the summer holidays. He gets a job at FetLife, mm -hmm. the organization. <laughs> oh! It is an organization, I'll give you that. <laughs> organization XXX13. And his first job is to arrest the Red Baron, a serial pet killer. Wait, what? what? FetLife doesn't do that. Yeah, uh, FetLife—that's you know, FetLife is uh, all about uh, dispatching uh, dispatching people with fetishes to save the world. This is like what somebody... the future libertarians want. They want a private police force created full of perverts. <laughs> yes, actually, <laughs> not a joke. Uh, uh, Just true. And they also want to kill God, so you're onto something. Look, yeah, look, fuck yeah. I have some feedback concerns. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Which one? I how, appropri how appropriate do you think this is? <laughs> is the action good? Is the story good? What do you think of Enzo? 
Now keep all that in mind, you guys. We need to we need to get some good feedback after we uh we hear the script. Deviously smiling. You're not going to negotiate with me? I don't want to negotiate with criminals. <laughs> you can explain yourself after your arrest. Red Baron notices Enzo's arm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Doing you... the skanky arm. <laughs> Do you want to know why I kill them? There is a pause. <laughs> why? Because I wanted to. <laughs> Enzo's horrified. Angry. <laughs> You sick cunt. Pacing back and forth. You see, I have a fetish for dead animals. That's our fetish. That's a psychopathy. I I don't know why. I, I never asked to be like this. Oh, um, well, if if I understand other fetishes correctly, you were born that could, way. A brand name Jensen. No. Uh. <laughs> Fuck. A desperate no escapes from Julia. No. I don't... <laughs> uh, I don't... But I do. So I decided to express myself. It's part of me, after all. Why should I be arrested? Because you're a monster harming others. It's unethical. Said that's, no fetishist ever. That's the reason. That. Uh-huh. You, you, you see me as a monster. But I don't see myself as a monster... I'm a human. He stops pacing and points a finger gun at Enzo. What about you? Why did you join FetLive? What did you gain from conforming? Taken aback. <laughs> well, I, uh... Fred Baron nearly punches Enzo. Enzo <laughs> barely dodges. I'm <laughs> 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 my life events. Enzo voiceover. Shots! He's fast! <laughs> Nothing personal, kid. Oh, this is an anime. Red Baron holds his head, recovering. Voiceover continued. Confused! How can he move so fast? Enzo shoots him. Red Baron dodges. He runs <laughs> at a normal pace. <laughs> Wait, what? Guns are useless gun. against me! Everyone knows that bullets can hurt perverts. He swings with a knife. Enzo locks his arm and disarms him. Enzo flips him over. He tries to step on his face. Red Baron, shocked, puts his other arm in front of his face. Enzo steps on a needle. Red Baron runs away. Where'd the needle come from? Other fetishes. Holding foot. (laughs) Ow! Enzo checks his foot. It's slightly bleeding. Oh no. Worried. Ah, oh, no, not my feet! <laughs> That's my fetish! My fetish! My fetish! He kisses his teeth. What? How are you able to move so fast? They didn't tell you? So, you really are a newbie. You expect me to tell you? Enzo groans. Running. Surrender! <laughs> so good! What? <laughs> Red Baron puts his hands together, closes his eyes, and puts them on the... Whoa! Uh, closes his eyes and puts them on the ground. The corpse of the dead puppy is reanimated and it attacks Enzo. What? I like how He's that's written. He's also a necromancer! He put his eyes on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I must see the ground where the puppy is to fully reanimate it. 
It's an anime. Confused. The hell? Same. <laughs> Enzo shoots, kicks, and repeatedly misses the puppy. What <laughs> the fuck? Let me tell you this, maybe. As a necrophiliac, this is my third eye. Is that what they're calling stands in this? Cool. He runs fast. Enzo looks up. Red Baron punches his face. Enzo's pushed <laughs> onto a stack of pipes. Red Baron gets on top of him with a knife to his throat. The puppy bites Enzo's feet. Enzo fights back, albeit struggling. Why? Why did you join them? What is it that you desire? He Let's keeps see. talking. <laughs> what do I desire? What do I really want? The reason I joined FetLife. Montage of images. Censored. Interior bedroom, day. Enzo tells his friends his secret. Interior, school computer room, day. Enzo gets laughed at in form time. <laughs> Exterior, outside break room, day. Enzo, hunched over, looks at his phone with teary eyes. Exterior, school entrance, day. Enzo's held back from a fight with Kevin. Interior, Enzo room, day. Enzo apathetically checks UCAS on his PC. What? End montage. What's a UCAS? Interior construction site. Continuous. <laughs> okay. Even if you join them, you'll never be free. <gasps> oh, oh, no. oh, I just googled <laughs> UCAS. It is the Universities and Colleges Admission Service. Here's the thing. It is uh, British. This person's from Britain. Uh, <laughs> that's that I'm sorry, we'll give it away. Of course this person's from Britain. They get they have a foot fetish and their first instinct is to tell everybody. Anyway. They a screenplay. <laughs> Enzo starts to gain the upper hand. He screams. Red Baron continued, uh. shocked. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, reason... this is where the anime comes in. The reason I joined them was to be happy. I want to be happy. <laughs> Enzo still screams. His feet turn orange. The puppy disintegrates. He throws Red Baron off him. Excuse me? <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> How did he get so strong so quick? Isn't he a newbie? He checks Enzo's feet. They're on fire. He slowly looks up His at feet him. are hot. I joined FetLife to be happy. Oh. You have a foot fetish! Of course. You won't understand. Red Baron takes off his cape. He bursts at Enzo and screams. Enzo blitzes him and Taekwondo kicks his face. Red Baron flies into the wall. Hot. Enzo breathes heavily. His feet turn back to normal. <laughs> his feet went super saiyan. <laughs> super stolen. Pants. This is, is no. the only place where I can be free. Who are you to stop me? I'm Kevin! When the OP <laughs> things get serious. Interior <laughs> construction site, later. Enzo checks Red Baron's pulse. Relieved. He's alive. I really do deserve 80k after this. 80,000 feet. Enzo tries to handcuff him. He notices on his back a giant tattoo of an eye in the middle of a raven inside a circle. What? Pause. Looks tacky. Exterior <laughs> FetLife headquarters. Later. The sun rises. Enzo, through sheer will, carries the Red Baron. Tired. 
As you can see, <laughs> I've done my first job. Can I get paid? Enzo throws him on the ground in front of the door and coughs. You know, I'm sad I can't tell which anime this dude is referencing, but he needs to stop watching hey, whatever anime here's, it is. Okay, so here's the thing. Jojo. I can tell what anime Jojo. he's referencing. Go on. What anime? There is an anime oh, so. from 2006 called Speed Graffer that I have the misfortune of owning no! the entirety of on DVD <laughs> because I bought it not no! knowing what it was. It is about people no! who get superpowers so- from their fetishes and then fight each other. I'm all so right, sorry. Hey. I'm super sorry. I know what anime that is, and all I got for you is Girls on Film. Yeah, the theme song is fucking Duran Duran's Girls on Film. Let's let's pull back for a second, though. Remember the feedback concerns that uh, Orange Guy from Venus had. Uh, how appro- Okay, so everybody, how appropriate do you think this no, is? I don't. I think that you should feel bad for writing it, and you should go to jail. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. What about the? Uh, is the action good? No. How do you? How do you? I love the action. action. The action was great. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was. No, it was. I, I agree. Personally, I'm worried that there isn't any camera direction specifying to zoom in the feet. So <laughs> just throw the whole thing out. Honestly, <laughs> the thing is, is that Tarantino's the director. That's it's good. Uh oh. That's good critique, though. That is good critique. If you didn't know who the director was, was then it would be necessary. Uh, is the story good? What story? It's... <laughs> about fetishes. And, like, being true um, to your fetish. Yeah. Also, fighting crime. The reason he joined FetLife. He had a personal journey. He didn't know why he wanted to join mm-hmm. FetLife. And then he remembered. And it's because he wanted to be happy. That's that's Fet a character. Yeah, he remembered. He wanted to be the happy. hero's journey. Unlike at school, where he wasn't allowed to be horny. The hero's horny, not the hero's journey. Please. <laughs> I, I, uh, okay, but what do you want? Okay, but all right. I want to hear from all of you here on this one. What do you think of Enzo? Uh, I, I think he's it. a really great character in Bayonetta. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought he was a really great character in Reboot. Oh, I thought like he was a pretty good assassin, but they stayed with his storyline for a little too long, and he overstayed his welcome. <laughs> All three of these are correct. <laughs> I want to leave. I'm so glad that through the power of friendship with benefits, anything is possible. I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Do you think Enzo has to take like a special insurance policy out on his feet? <laughs> his orange feet? That he's walking around barefoot. It's such, such a weird thing to me. <laughs> I hate this. I so hate extra this. credit. I know that I learned how to become a good screenplay writer, but what did you all learn this this fine evening? I learned about a new anime I'm going to be watching called Speed Graffer. I'll stream it sometime. <laughs> oh Again, I own it on DVD because cool. like, I make bad decisions. Good job, Mix. Great job. Uh, I learned that I'm really thankful I never got into anime. Oh, that yeah, that's... Until that's... now. That's perfect. I feel like it's really late in the series to be learning that. (laughs) It's a lesson that reaffirms itself as you go on. Exactly. Uh, I learned that uh, I don't have to feel bad about any of the screenplays that I've written before, because this is bad. (laughs) Like, I feel so much better about my writing now. 
I also learned that uh, there's a big overlap between r slash uh, screenplay <laughs> and uh, screenwriting and r slash um, conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy. That's a delightful <laughs> crossover. Oh no, Shell. What are the odds that people on Reddit would be into terrible subreddits? Who would have thought? You know, but it's always fun finding out which terrible subreddits. That, I'll yeah, give mixing, you that. It's, it's mix, the mixing and matching. It's good, for, <laughs> it's good for profiling, which we'll all need to do when these people inevitably start killing. <laughs> I mean, especially that dude who's like, screenplays are like fucking if you think about it. Ugh. Wait, oh my, <laughs> oh, oh my, I, I want to get the guy who wrote the, the J0K3R and the fucking guy together and see what they think about each other. Hey, Tuttle, Sangi, what did you two learn? Uh, I, I, learned? I learned that you don't have to actually like read a book or like watch a movie or like read a comic book in order to make derivative fiction about it. Mm, mm-hmm, that is true. You don't have to do that. I mean, I've written many of fanfiction, all on things that I have never seen. I, I have learned that uh, I don't actually, if I really hate a group, I don't have to learn about them in any way or form. I just have to do the shallowest research possible, and that affirms my stereotypes of them, and then blame that group for the stereotypes. Mm. It's not me. Mm. And if you want to affirm your bl- affirm your stereotypes and blame it on the group for them, you should head on down to Ball Pit. <laughs> That's B-A-L-L-P dot I-T. But if you want more from us, hey, I'm saying, maybe you want to step on over to T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. Yeah, there you'll find other episodes. Episode art. Comment section. <laughs> That's really the point I want to get across. So, bye! Points to the comment section. <laughs> I got fire under my feet, and I feel it in my heartbeat. Oh, you can put out these flames, you can keep it down in my seat. I got fire under my feet, and I feel it in my heartbeat. Oh, girl, get out of the place if you can't take the heat. Fire! There's a character in that who his fetish is smells, so he can smell anything, and it's it's stuff like oh. that, like, oh yeah, oh your fetish is like uh, latex. Well, you can contort your entire body like latex now. Good job. So I mean, okay, I, I've discovered after several times I'm the only one who's seen perfume. That's what the character from that does, but also he distills women into perfect scents. And it ends in a massive orgy. Oh boy. Ooh.